You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, happy Wednesday, and uh, thanks for joining me as we pursue God together again today. And I want to read for you a very interesting passage of Scripture. It's found in John 5, verses 2 to 6. It says, Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for a feast of the Jews. Now, there is in Jerusalem, near the Sheep Gate, a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. I've been there, actually. And it says, Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. So this guy's been laying here for 38 years. It's the only life he knows. It's not been great being an invalid and paralyzed, but it's the only life he knows. And it's how he made his living as a beggar. Well, the scripture continues saying, when Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? I used to think, now that's a dumb question. (laughs) But after years of working with all kinds of people, I've discovered that's not a dumb question at all. Some people know they're sick. Some people know they have a problem. Some people know things could get better in their life, but they don't really want to get well. Maybe it's image management. I'm okay. I'm fine. Nobody's going to know that I struggle with this thing in my life. But below the surface, they're drowning. Maybe it's fear. As strange as it seems, some people fear change more than they fear the damage that the addiction or the hurt or the vice or the sin is doing to them, as miserable as they are. They would rather wear that habit like an old, comfortable pair of shoes than go through the challenge of breaking in a new pair and walking in a new direction. Maybe it's pride. You know, I can't show weakness. and Reaching out is a sign of weakness. I I can beat this thing on my own. It's really not a dumb question, do you want to get well? A lot of people who fish these days have a practice called catch and release in order to make sure there are still plenty of fish for other fishermen and other fisherwomen. You don't take all the fish home with you when you catch them. You catch them, take a picture, and then release them. Can't you just imagine being a fish who went for the bait, got hooked, got reeled in, and going, oh, I am so stupid. I am so stupid. Why did I bite on that thing? Now I'm hooked. This can't be good. This is the worst thing that ever happened to me. Only get to the other end and have a fisherman unhook you, take a picture, and release you. I like to fish on my summer breaks. And when I release fish, sometimes I think they must be swimming about 300 miles an hour going, I'm free, I'm free, I'm free. So let me ask you, do you want to get well? Are you ready for release? Are you ready to be free? Listen, if you want release, if you want freedom, well, from what has you hooked? The first step is to admit you're powerless and you need help. You got to say enough. No more pretending. This is insane. This is out of control. I need help. I can't do this on my own. I want to get well. And now here's the difficult next step that all of us have to take if we want to get unhooked. We have to confess this issue we have to God. That's not the hardest part. But to another human being. Do you remember what David did to get unhooked after committing adultery with Bathsheba and murdering her husband? Two things. He confessed his sin to God 
and he confessed his sin to his good friend, Nathan. He confessed to God, and he confessed it to another human being. That's a difficult next step. That's daunting. And I know right now many of you are thinking, I know I should do that, but I could never do that. There is just no way. And this is why so many people who've been set free by Jesus go right back into their bondage because they can't take this difficult next step. Listen to James 5, 16. It says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so you may be healed. Notice God's word doesn't just say confess your sins to God and pray to God and you'll be healed, but confess your sins to each other and pray for each other. Ever heard the phrase, I'm only as sick as my secrets? Once you risk honesty with another person, all of a sudden there's freedom that comes into your life and you've broken out of denial mode, out of a hidden mode. Why have hundreds of people found hope and healing at Celebrate Recovery and Divorce Care Ministries at Eastside? Because they found the power of confessing to each other in a safe environment and praying for each other. So here's my question. Are you gonna take the next step and confess to God and another human being what has you hooked? God, my prayer is very simple today. Give us the courage to do what so few of us want to do. To not just acknowledge to you, but to acknowledge to someone else. Bring someone else into our life. Give us the courage for the conversation to say, here's what's really going on. Would you pray for me? And God, we're gonna trust that you bring healing as only you can in your time. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, we'll catch you tomorrow.